This is the best of two pros in a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. 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 Thirsty Thursday, huh? We some hustlers. Uh, how about that? Some hustlers here, Brady. Sing it, Brady. I remember one time I was with a group of people. We were all really hung over. I think we went up to Notre Dame, saw a game or something. But I saw like, this guy. Yeah, yeah. No, I saw this guy who was like, he wasn't running or sprinting. But he also was like, it wasn't even a jog. And I was like, he's just, he's hustling. Like, it looks like, you know when someone, like, a coach would yell at a player? This could be at, like, any age. They're, like, they're getting a water break. They're like, all right, hustle, get back out there. And, like, it's not a run, but it's not, like, jogging because then it looks like they're loafing. It's like a step up from jogging. Yeah. Like, the guy was, Mm. the only way I can describe it, it looked like he was, like, hustling or hurrying somewhere. Like, he was, like, Mm. about to miss the bus or about to miss something. Or had to go to restroom. Yeah, or that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that was what it was. That, because I mean, that's he, what it sounds like. Because it seemed like the hips were locked, all right? The, the, yeah. buttocks, yep. the buttocks were clenched. <laughs> yep. And, and yep. the arms were moving fast, and the feet yeah. were moving fast, but they weren't really morning. long strides. <laughs> you did that, I did that this morning, morning. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Yes. So thank God you weren't in public. You had to I, I, turn to the urinal instead I, of the, uh, the I, two, I, you know? It sounded so familiar when you said it, Brady. And I was like, wait, I did that this morning. It is two Pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. It's LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can listen to us on the iHeartRadio app, of course, on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates, and we will take you up all the way to 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific, right here on uh, Fox Sports Radio. And, you know, it's... um Listen, there's a lot of people out there that are uh, they're going through a lot. And uh, yeah. so when you hear somebody that's in distress, uh, somebody that's uh, dealing with, you know, potential, um, you know, ridicule, backlash, embarrassment, um, you know, it, it's it's a trying time, um, especially when you own, um, you know, an NFL team that happens to be a bad football team. And uh, John Mara, the uh, owner of the uh, New York Giants, um, he had some uh, some comments that were really telling. I want to listen to all of uh, John Mara's uh, quote here, uh, and then uh, Brady Quinn and I had some. Yeah, Mara, uh, Mara, Mara. I mean, Mara. Yeah, Mara. you can't, you can't st- Mara. spell Mara without the it, it'd L. It'd be like Knox versus Canox. Well, right? like, or, or, it's, it's or like you like to do, leave the or N Noakes. out. Yeah, yeah, leave the N out of that, you know. and uh, just go with that. But here he was. Uh, this was the Giants owner, uh, very distraught yesterday with the media. Is this your lowest moment in your association with the Giants? I mean, is this, is this as embarrassed as you've been about the franchise? Honestly, I would have to say yes. Yes, it is. I kept thinking during the season that uh, we had hit rock bottom and then each week it got a little worse. So, uh, honestly, I, I'm not proud of saying this, but if I'm going to be 100% honest, I would have to say the answer is yes. Wow. Just, uh, yeah. just devastating. devastating. That's, that's pretty sad, though, when you hear a, an owner – when you hear an owner like talk like that, and, and I was so I was looking back doing some research, you know, uh, doing some research, and this is the worst skid that the Giants have been on the last five years. You'd have to go all the way back to the 1973-1980 span with Alex Webster, Bill Onsparger, uh, John McVay, and Ray Perkin eras, like the, the era of coaches where they've experienced this sort of just um, 
you know, lack of success, losing, whatever you want to call it, or they've struggled in this way. So it's, it's been a long time. Now, and you might say it's been a long time since they've had a lot of success, but the reality is they're the only team that was really able to beat the Giant that was the New England Patriots. Like, it was the New York Giants twice. Eli and that Giants team, those Giants teams, beat Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. Like, that's saying something, you know? And, and I know it's been a while since that was the case, but either way, man, like, there's still an element of pride, I think, to the Giants and the Giants organization. Mm. Yeah. It's, a, it's a bummer. Just a bummer. Terrible. There, there's there's tremendous history. I miss one of those those Super Bowl um, games by one season and and retired after blowing my Achilles tendon out in in Jersey uh, with the Giants. Um, if I would have made it through the entire through my entire contract, I would have possibly gotten two um, Super Bowls with that team. It it has uh, the one thing that I, I walked away with from New York was how how well rounded and how well ran um and grounded both both the the Mara family and and the Tish family Tish, yeah. yeah have have been and how they were and the way they treated everyone so i know they're they're trying to figure this out and get it right you know i think that that's the biggest thing here and you know, it, 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 it. I think this is the right decision. I mean, we talked about it earlier in the week. This is definitely the right decision. You, you got to make a move, and you got to make it now. Now, I don't know what that means for the quarterback situation, right? Uh, you know, is it going to be Daniel Jones again? Is it, is it a done deal? Who is the guy that you try to go get? Are you going to try to make a big splash in, in free agency this year? Do you feel like it's through the draft? Is there somebody there at the point in time? But Russell, you know what? Yeah, hey, you know, Russell. I mean, that's that's that could be a possibility, and 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 again, I I I I guess selfishly, um, from a selfish standpoint, am pooling for them to to figure it out. Yeah. Um, there, uh, this idea that the giant, this proud franchise, and and all this, and you know, they, they he is embarrassed now, and this is the most embarrassed he's been. Dude, where you been, man? Uh, th- this team's been bad for a decade. Like they've got the fourth worst record in the NFL over the last ten years. This isn't just like a small sample size at this point. The Super Bowls are the exception; they're not the rule. Like they're they're sixty-one and a hundred over the last ten years. This is a bad football team. They've been bad for a long time, and it's like John Mara uh, is dating a stripper. Uh, she comes home from work, and he goes, well, "Why do you smell like somebody else's cologne? Where you been, man? <laughs> this team this team's been bad. This is what the problem." Product has Wait, been for what? a long time. Dang, I'm just saying, like this has been a, a bad product for a long that time. Analogy, like, yeah. uh, so you're uh, saying that she was coming home night after night, and he just didn't notice. Like it, all, all of a sudden, he just thought, "Whoa, I, I had no idea what was happening." Like my God, now she comes home smelling like a uh, like brute uh, or preferred Jeez. stock, and he Not, can't figure it out. Like, are those come on, your man. colognes? No, are, I'm just saying. Back in the day, you know, back in the day. So you're saying that's what happened repeatedly, and he just didn't notice until now. Yeah, like he just opened his eyes and said, "Oh my God, I'm 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 humiliated." So he didn't meet her in the strip club. No, of course not. No. You know, he understands. Sometimes that happens. She started stripping during the time they were together. 
Uh, who knows? Uh, and furthermore, I'm just who trying cares? to break down this analogy. Yeah. Oh, did, yeah, sorry. Did, furthermore, did, who, yeah, did she have cares? a nickname yeah. named Polis Acid? No, she did not. No pet, no pet monkey. No, it was. Lavar's always caught up on the pet monkey about yeah. that story. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think we've ever talked about it. You haven't included the pet monkey. Well, it's like, because, I, you know, they both climb, you know, <laughs> they both climb. And, and that's that's you got to make sure that when creating the visual of the pole assassin going up and down the pole, assassinating the, the monkey's pole, there too, the monkey yeah. is there, too. Yeah. yeah like either like climbing next to her on her back. Yeah, I get it. I get Something, it. something athletic, something inclined to, to be entertaining. And I, and smell like brute and and preferred stock. I'll, I'll yeah. be honest with you. I um when I was listening to the press conference, I was kind of taken back by the question. I mean, even though I guess you could say it was warranted, we've given the press a, a really hard time this year, just about not asking follow up questions or the right questions, and then being frustrated with you know whether it was the the Aaron Rodgers immunized situation or some of the other things we've talked about this year, like, hey, where's the follow-up? Why don't you ask this question? You know, and just kind of, you know, forcing, forcing people to give the right answers. But I also felt like you could have, I mean, like my mind started to wander and go down this rabbit hole where, like, that's, all, that's, that's kind of been all of us at some point, right? Like, John Mayer and his response is, is all of us at some point in time in our life. It just depends on and what that incident was. You know, I mean, he really could be all of us. It's just he happens to be an owner of an NFL franchise. And, you know, he happens to be having to answer at a press conference about the lack of success that they've had. But like, let's say, for example, you know, I, I said something along the lines of because we really need to ask like the, the, the tough questions. Like, is this really the most embarrassed he's been at any point in time in his life? at least as a Giants owner, because I don't know that it is. Like, you still own the Giants. You can't be that frustrated with the results. You've won Super Bowls, so you kind of have that to your, you know, in your back pocket, even though it hasn't been bad. It's not like you're some of the other organizations that haven't even won Super Bowls, right? So as bad as they've been, it still could be worse. Mm -hmm. And so I do wonder if there's, like, more embarrassing moments. Like, I mean, Lee and Roberto, if you could, if I was, if I, like, let's say hi, I'm, I'm Brady Quinn from the Daily Bugle, uh, Mr. Mara. Uh, <laughs> That's you know, the best we, you got, we, the Daily yeah, Bugle. The Daily Bugle. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mara, we caught word that, you know, you may have crapped your pants on the way in here this morning. Is, is, is this the most embarrassed you've ever been? Honestly, I would have to say yes. Oh, yes, no. Oh, I kept no. thinking during the season that uh, we had hit rock bottom and that I mean, so there's that. I mean, then you could go with a, a bunch of different things. Like, hey, you know, I, I remember that time. <laughs> I, I can't even say it. I, I, I don't want to get dumped. But, I mean, Jonas, I don't know if you could relate to this, if you could add something yeah, to I this. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Mr. Mayor, I, I understand it's a difficult time for you, obviously, uh, you know, having uh, making the decision to part ways with a coach that you really respected, and now you got to turn the whole thing over, and your quarterback's got an injured me- neck. But, I mean, how did it feel when you were rolling through JFK Airport that one time and they had to check your luggage and there was a blow-up doll in there? I mean, what was your thoughts on that? Uh, honestly, I, I'm not proud of saying this but if i'm going to be 100 percent honest i would have to say the answer is yes okay so i mean well, hold on well hold on guys hold on hold on hold on i have a follow-up question for this so so mr mara um you said that the blow-up doll being discovered after you left the the restroom that was from um your pants getting messed up um but 
Did you notice the long, long, long streamer of toilet paper that was on the bottom of your shoe as you walked the walk of shame after everyone saw your blow up doll? Honestly, I would have to say yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, I mean, no. what about though? I mean, remember that one game? Remember that one game where there was an object that was thrown the field? I mean, great. It was Bills. I think what Patriots that game? Mm. But I mean, Mister Mara, were you there? Was was that you who threw the bildo onto the field? Mm. So I would have to say the answer is yes. I, I have a, oh, a follow-up oh, so. here. Uh, Mr. Mara, uh, the greatest quarterback in the history of your franchise is Eli Manning with the success, the two Super Bowls. Now, never mind the fact that he never won another playoff game other than those two seasons. He won Super Bowls. And as Brady Quinn pointed out, he could, too, himself find himself being an owner of the Denver Broncos at some point. But but is it embarrassing or is it the most embarrassing acknowledgement in your life, the fact that the best quarterback in the history of your franchise sounds like the guy from Sling Blade? Yes, it is. Okay, I mean, so again, all right. Well, I got, I got, I got one more. I got one more question for for Mr. Mara. Um, what about that that moment in time where uh, you had a coach, and he had this interesting quote where he basically said that, uh, "Listen, we're going to come to work all week this week. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we're locked in. We're going to work, and you know what?" You can boo our asses, my ass, if we lose this game to the Washington football team. Uh, you, they lost that game 22-7, to Mr. Mayor. Uh, did you feel embarrassed by that? Uh, honestly, I, I'm not proud of saying this, but <laughs> if I'm going to be 100% honest, I, got, I would have to say that. W- yes. One more. Uh, sorry, oh, Mr. Mayor, Mr. Mayor, uh, uh, Brady Quinn for the Daily Bugle. I've been trying to figure this out for a long time, okay? Um, we were going through the proper security procedures and everything out in L.A. Uh, we'd obviously love for you to be a part of this, given you're a longtime owner and you've had your hands in kind of everything here in the NFL. Um, but we have noticed that there was a one point in time a uh, security guard for the Chargers who seemed to be playing pocket oh, pool. Um, wow. Was this on account of your hiring? Is that who you placed there with the Chargers security guard? Yes, it is. Uh, I mean, oh, uh, hold, hold on, hold on. Hold I mean, I've, I've been trying to figure out that answer hold for on. a while. Guys. There, is, there is one more follow-up question, uh, sir. Um, there are reports that there was uh, surveillance that there were uh, $1 bills being thrown at one um, lady named Pole Assassin that had a pet uh, monkey that was climbing the pole with her. Uh, did that happen to be you? Honestly, I would have to say yes. <laughs> yes. This is just, this is just uh, I mean... You know, but again, did you uh, tip the monkey, Mr. Mayor? A couple of things have been established here. Uh, number one, we're, uh, coach, coach, uh, does this mean that we're absolutely, or excuse me, uh, Mr. Uh, owner, uh, Mr. Mayor, does this mean that we're absolutely never going to be invited to a Giants game ever? Uh, honestly, I'm not proud of saying this, but. If I'm going to be 100 percent honest, I would have to say the answer is yes. Yeah, so we're never getting oh, okay. invited to a yeah. Giants game. Well, it's never happening. Well, uh, it was know, fun so, while it lasted. Yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, but uh, but there it is. Uh, the uh, the Giants owner uh, who was very distraught about the situation there, uh, very upset. Apparently, a uh, lot of things. Uh, you know? <laughs> just you know, <laughs> quite we the, unearthed a lot of things <laughs> right there. <laughs> I just listen. I had no. I, I knew big noon kickoff. I knew Fox Sports Radio. I knew Notre Dame great. I knew uh, you know future 
future college football Hall of Famer, first-round draft pick. I didn't know a reporter for the Daily Bugle was on your resume. I had no idea that that was the one. Um, what movie? What movie is it from? I don't remember. But I, Superman, uh, dude. Spi- Come on, Spider-Man. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Or spider It's both. one of the Who two. Knows? One the was the Daily, Daily Planet. Bugle. <laughs> the Daily yeah, Bugle. The Daily Planet was Superman. Daily yeah, Bugle yeah. is oh, Spider-Man. Man. Yeah. By the way, you remember Bugle chips back in the day? Bugle? Yeah, they those? were like in those cone-shaped yeah, things, like right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They what came in cheddar. Cheddar cheese. They were so good. Yeah, they're solid. I think they still make them. Do they still make them? Yeah, I think so. You know, probably. Uh, it's, hey, Mr. Uh, Merritt, do they still make bugles? <laughs> Very good. We really got to the bottom of it here. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB, always kind enough to join us here on Fox Sports Radio. Albert, what's happening? How's your Thursday? How you guys doing? Um, That's a bad start, huh? That's a terrible start. You're all right. I'll tell you what, though. When you guys are talking about Vermont, we're not as bad here. Um, We're a few hours south of there, but... Where's here, Albert? Outside of Boston, so like, can you give us your home address? Lebar- <laughs> yeah. No, I can't have my home address. <laughs> uh, no, no. I mean, like, it's like, like the, earlier this week, you have that. And Lavar Brady, you guys used to be able to relate with this, but <laughs> that first morning where you get in the car and you scrape the ice off the windshield and you look on the dashboard and it's a single digit on there, Oof. and it's. A, January and you have like two months to go. It's just, yeah, it's not minus twenty here, but it's not far off. I miss it though, man. I no. miss it. I do. No. I do. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I love. I, you know what? I I agree with you, Brady. I miss it forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's over. I will continue to miss it. Uh, it's over. Uh, Albert, yeah. uh, got to ask you, obviously, uh, some uh, big news this week from uh, NFL coaches being fired, interviews, GMs, all of that stuff. Um, who's the first hiring, if you had to guess right now in the NFL, first team to make a hire, and who do you think it is as a head coach? I, I think the Broncos have been, like, maybe the most aggressive, and they have the least to do, I would say, um, because – they were, I think, ahead of other teams as far as doing their research, and they don't have to hire both a GM and a coach. They've got a guy in George Payton who's, you know, firmly in charge. And so, you know, they're going to travel this weekend, which is another thing. Another, a bunch of these teams are doing their first round virtually. I think it makes a difference that the Broncos are doing a lot of these interviews face-to-face. And um, so, like, my guess would be the Broncos are probably ahead of the other teams right now. And if I had to guess who they wind up hiring, I'd say it's going to be the Cowboys' defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn, getting his second shot. And I think, you know, it's it's the job Quinn's done in Dallas. It's the job of player development. Like how much he's gotten out of young guys like Micah Parsons and Trayvon Diggs this year. Um, you know, and then I think it's also looking at his resume in Atlanta and seeing he brought a team to a Super Bowl and, I mean, recognizing that, you know, maybe things going the wrong way at the end wasn't all his fault. So, I think, you know, if there's one that happens sooner rather than later, it could be Dan Quinn going to the Broncos. And remember, guys, that can't become official until the Cowboys are eliminated from the playoffs. But if there's one job that I'd say is trending in one direction, that might be it. 
Love DQ. Love what he's done for Dallas. I mean, that would be a huge loss for them. For Mike McCarthy having to start over again on defense, um, especially with the job he's done with, with the, some of those young players you mentioned. But, yeah, Bradley Chubb admitted, right, he, he's coming off his worst professional season. Dan Quinn will be able to get him going, especially that defense. I, I do wonder this. Why so much intrigue then to everyone on the Packers offensive staff? I mean, Nathaniel Hackett's getting an interview. Luke Getze, who's the quarterback yep. coach, I don't believe he's ever been a head coach. And I, I was telling the guys this. I don't think he's called plays since 2010 or 2011 at IUP, you know, back in the college ranks like a decade ago. So what's with the intrigue about those two guys? You know, I I think as much as anything else, Brady, it's like what that staff went through this year. And um, I think it's like the people skills that Matt LaFleur has displayed. And I, it's, it's, it's actually really interesting if you, if you dig into it, because, one of the big things with LaFleur, the question when he you know, was going from Tennessee to Green Bay was, can he be the guy in front of the room? And, you know, I, I don't think he's got, like, the overpowering presence that somebody like a Sean McVay might have. But, you know, like, on a one-on-one basis and interpersonally, he's really good. And, you know, like, their ability to navigate the Aaron Rodgers situation and come out the other side of it, I think got the respect of a lot of people across the NFL – and so then you look at Nathaniel Hackett. He has been a play caller before. Um, he's had his ups and downs, but he's been in the NFL a while now. He's got NFL bloodlines. You know, his dad was obviously a coordinator in the league for a long time. Um, and, you know, like, again, he was part of managing that situation with Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, I think Luke gets some credit for that, too. Um, you know, it's just, I think, and, and part of it, too, you know, Brady, the other, the, the other part of it is I just think teams have been forced to be more creative this year because there aren't as many obvious candidates. Like last year, we all knew going in, like Arthur Smith, um, Robert Sala, you know, Eric Bieniemy, Brian Dayball, we all knew who the candidates were last year going in. I-, I think it's less obvious this year, which has forced teams to be a little bit cre- more creative. And I think actually, like, you know, the success of Nick Sirianni in Philadelphia, because he wasn't an obvious candidate last year, has been another motivator to, to get teams to sort of maybe look where they wouldn't otherwise look for head coaching candidates. So that's all there is into it. Because really, if you're saying that Dan Quinn is the inside track to the Broncos head coaching job, it eliminates Hackett from even being hired as an OC because the Packers could block him and make it a lateral move. And so to me, I just you don't feel like there's any reason to go visit and talk to those guys if they can't entice a guy like Aaron Rodgers maybe, or they can entice Oh, I see what you're saying. Him. Okay, so you're saying like, and it's like what the Broncos did a few years ago. Correct. When they interviewed Munchak for the head coaching job and then hired him as the offensive line coach, right? Correct. I would not rule that out. <laughs> um, now, Hackett, they couldn't get Hackett out because he's got the coordinator title. Right, that's um, what I'm saying. Getsy, they could. Bay, but they could get Getsy. So, and, and look, like, you know, part of this, Nathaniel Hackett's been connected to the Broncos forever. Like I'm like I, like for I, I'm saying like two months. Like people have been saying inside the league, like watch Nathaniel Hackett in Denver, and one of the reasons why is obvious because Denver might try to trade for Aaron Rodgers, you know. And so if you're trying to set up an infrastructure for Aaron Rodgers, but you really like Dan Quinn as a head coach, then yeah, I can see where that would make make some sense. Where maybe you bring in Dan Quinn and then have Luke Getzey as his offensive coordinator. I I want to throw. 
the Chicago Bears situation. I know you posted about uh, the Bears showing that they interviewed uh, Glenn Cook and Doug Peterson. Do you think that that would be a, a good addition for the Bears? The Bears seemingly are personnel-wise, you know, they're they pretty good. Uh, does this does this stabilize? Uh, what the Chicago Bears have going on, and and do they feel as though this could be a quick turnaround to success, adding someone um, who has uh, obviously the the background that Peterson has, and and how, what's the angle on Cook? Well, I, you know, I think I think it's going to be interesting with the Bears because I think their GM job is going to be a little bit bigger than it has been in the past, you know, and so I think um, when they make that hire, it's going to be this sort of Whereas, like, I think before and in the past, it's sort of been the head scout. They want that job to be more like the head of football operations now. And one thing I know Glenn Cook has is, like, very he's – he's got a very diverse experience as far as having been a player um, at a high level at the University of Miami. Um, and he's worked in different facets of the operation in Cleveland, um, worked for Bill Polian, um, like, so – like you look at his background and you can see where, all right, if you're looking for a guy who can kind of be a, like a head of football operations more than just a head scout, Glenn Cook might fit that. Um, and he saw Andrew Barry do the job, you know, in Cleveland. And Andrew Barry's one of these guys who does check a lot of those boxes too. And, and then, you know, I, I think, I think Doug's got, you know, uh, Doug, Doug, Doug could wind up coming out of this with multiple opportunities you know, I think the obvious thing you look at with Doug Peterson is can you develop Justin Fields? And, you know, you see what, Car- what he was able to do with Carson Wentz during Carson's first two years in the league, and, yeah, it fell apart at the end. Um, but, you know, he was able to get MVP-level play out of Carson Wentz, and Carson really hasn't gotten back to that level since. Um, and so I think you certainly look at that and say – I want him to come in and develop my young quarterback. The problem the Bears might have as far as, as, as pursuing him is I think he's got a really good shot in Jacksonville, too. Huh. And, you know, Jacksonville would be, would be bringing in Doug for a lot of the same reasons um, because they need somebody to come in and get the most out of Trevor Lawrence. And by the way, guys, like I do think, you know, that at least the perception across the NFL right now is that Trevor Lawrence came into the league a little more raw than people thought he was coming out of Clemson. Like, there was a little more work to be done with Trevor Lawrence than people realized when he was coming into the league. And so, you know, finding somebody to develop him is obviously a big part of the equation for the for the Jaguars. Uh, Albert Breer joining us here on Fox Sports Radio, senior NFL reporter with the MMQB. Get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer. How likely is a Jim Harbaugh um, hiring in the NFL at this point? I don't think anybody knows what the hell Jim's going to do, to be honest with you. <laughs> Does Jim know um, what Jim's going to do? I mean, in all seriousness? Yeah, probably not. Um, I, uh, yeah, so I think you have to rewind a year to, to kind of, like, understand this story. Um, and, and, you know, really I think what this goes back to is the pay cut. Um, my understanding is Jim Harbaugh was not happy about taking that pay cut. And he can say whatever he wants, and he has said lots of things about it over the course of the last year. I've heard, and, and you guys know this, that dude can hold a grudge. I've heard he held a grudge over it. And so, like, you know, I think coming out of this year, I think he wanted the people who, who made him feel it last year, he wanted them to feel it now. 
And so, like, if he can make the people who made him take a pay cut squirm and feel uncomfortable and wait this thing out, then he's going to do it. <laughs> and so I think that that's part of the equation for him, believe it or not. I mean, does it result in him doing a long-term extension at Michigan? It absolutely could result in that. Um, but I do think that he does have some unfinished business in the NFL, too. He sniffed around NFL jobs during that you know, whole negotiation last year. There wasn't much interest from teams like the Jets and the Chargers. And, you know, he's 58 years old. So I, I think that there is that, that, that part of him that feels like he has some unfinished business in the league. And, you know, you're 58 years old. You just came off a great year. And you didn't have much interest last year. I mean, I'm sure part of him sitting there thinking to himself, like, how many more opportunities am I going to have to do this? And so, you know, if the Raiders or Bears were to make an offer to him, I think he'd seriously consider it. Uh, let's move on to maybe let's just talk about the Raiders situation for a second because there's, there's a thought yeah. or idea that the job that Rich Passaccia has done with the Raiders, given all things um, that, that have happened around that organization this season, maybe warrants him getting the permanent head coaching job. Uh, are you in that camp? Do, do, you, do you foresee them potentially giving him that title after the job that he's done getting in the playoffs? I mean, Brady, they love him there. They love him. I mean, I, and, and I'm saying, like, the owner um, really wanted to give him a shot because he personally liked him a lot. Mike Mayock loves him. Mike Mayock's got a longstanding relationship with him beyond you know, the time they spent together with the Raiders. I mean, Mayock loves him, um, and the locker room loves him. And I, I can remember having a conversation with Hunter Renfro about this maybe two weeks ago. And, you know, he said, like, one of the things that's really kind of driving us is we won't, like, we want, we, want, we want to give Rich an opportunity to be our guy long-term. Um, and so he's got a lot of support in the building. You look at the job he's done, too. I mean, coming off the Gruden thing, going through the Henry Ruggs thing, um, you know, like they, they, they had a one-in-five stretch in the middle of the season. Um, you know, that team has stayed engaged, and I think Rich Bisaccia deserves a ton of credit for that. And what is going to come down to, like, they've turned over their business side in the summer, and I, I just think, like, you know, really coming out of the Gruden thing, there was a feel there, like, do we need to go get, like, somebody who can be, like, kind of the guy on the billboard in Vegas, the guy who can kind of, like, almost announce our arrival as a force in Vegas. And so, you know, there have been some talk at, earlier in the season, like, could they make a trade for someone like a Mike Tomlin? I think that's where this Harbaugh stuff's coming from, too. And so – like, I think that's going to be the question is, like, Rich Passaccia might wind up making the most football sense, but is there a business element to this where they feel like they need to make a big splash? It'll be interesting, and I think how they play on Saturday against the Bengals could play into all of it, too. Uh, get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. Always good stuff, Albert. We appreciate it. Uh, you know, stay warm this weekend, and uh, we'll do it again next week. Thanks, Big Al. Yeah. I'll try to come off to a. I'll try to get off to a better start next time. Sorry about that. Ah, you're fine. No, it's good. good. You're yeah. good. good. <laughs> yeah, you're the best. We're good. All right, guys. There he All is, right, uh, the great Albert Breer, uh, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. 
Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's been uh, some time since Eric Weddle's played an NFL game, uh, but he's back for a playoff game. I, I just would like to raise uh, at least some level of concern uh, from the Rams. Uh, I know Jordan Fuller is out. You got Taylor Rapp, uh, who's uh, still recovering from a concussion. No word as to whether or not that came from uh, um, Jalen Ramsey punching him. Uh, then we've got uh, Darius Williams uh, is also banged up. Um, the fact that you're turning to Eric Weddle, who's been retired since 2019 uh, after that season, uh, uh, isn't that a little bit concerning before a playoff game? A little yes. bit. I mean, yes. uh, a little bit. You know, just yes. seems like we got a problem here. You know, maybe with the Rams. It's uh, a tad bit concerning. I, I'm trying to figure out though, and I know they're signing. I don't know if it's for depth so much, or they just don't feel like they can put some of the other players. Like I know Nick Scott, um, who was a seventh round pick a couple years ago. I, I, I think he's you know banged up, but I think he's practiced this week. I think he had a thumb injury or something. Um, they've they've got Terrell Burgess. They like they've got some other guys. I, I just I, I don't know. You know, I mean, the the bottom line is he hasn't played what two years? Is yeah. that twenty nineteen? I think yep. was the last time. Yep. I mean, he's a hell of a player, yeah. man. He really is. And look, maybe this will become more the norm. It sounds crazy to say, but maybe you'll see more guys who retired and a team calls them. They've got a chance just to play a few games. They've stayed in shape. And they come back in there to try to make a run. Like, I, I don't I, – I, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And I think it'll be – I'll be curious to see if we don't see more people try to do this. I mean, you already, you already heard T.O. He's like, sign me yeah. up to the Bucks. He's like, I know they need wide receiver help. But I can go play five games. And yeah. if anyone's ever seen T.O., that dude's in shape. Yeah, like, you can you can catch him right now. I don't care where he's at, what he's doing. Ask him to run a go route. He'll, he'll make a play for you. I promise you that. I mean, it worked well for Richard Sherman this year. That's for sure. So, oh, that, that, I mean, I'm just saying it worked well for him. You know, he's back on IR and his season's over. So, you know, Jeez. I just, you know, I'm just saying it feels feels like it's it's kind of problematic that the other uh, and, and Brady Quinn picked the Cardinals. So he should feel good about this. The fact that was, by the way, to, the Richard Sherman thing was different. He came in amongst the regular season. I'm saying if he signed right games. now, yeah, like you're like talking about Haley type. Deal. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Man. But but we knew that Richard Sherman was staying in shape. He was working on uh, like tack- Smith. Yeah, tackling drills with uh, front oh. door. I'm just saying. Well, then if that was the case, then he should have not been picked up because he did not. He did not win. Well, (laughs) the door won. You can't win. (laughs) It kind of reminded me of Rocky IV, you know, it's just that at home training, you know. Very good. That door was like, what is this? I know. (laughs) what, what, What are you doing, dude? Like, do you see what I am? I am a very nice, thick piece of wood and i have i have metal dead bolts and all this old good stuff why are you hitting on me like this right now richard sherman is stop it you're not going to get by me is weddell a hall of famer he might be man he's like, got I was, I was looking two at his all resume. pros two all yeah. pros six pro bowls like he's got well, he was like a man. second team all pro three times right See, that's the thing about pro bowling is that when you say it and it's retrospect, you don't know. 
you don't know if they were an alternate or anything like that. And a lot right. of times, that ma- I mean, in our era, that mattered. Yeah. If mattered. you're an alternate, you're not really like it's like when the alternates got to the Pro Bowl, you'd be like. All right, man. I'm glad you know. Glad you made it. <laughs> Go get me a beer. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's like you're you're a pro bowler, but it's not. It's like you're really not. <laughs> it's like you're a backup. You know, it's like the like the guy that should be here with us is playing in the Super Bowl, or you know they they opted out because of an injury, and and even though you were happy for them to be there, it's not as much of a an accomplishment if you're an alternate. Yeah. And, and I just it, it's true, you know. So if you hear somebody was like a six time, eight time Pro Bowler, but they were an alternate all every time, it's not a, it's not as big of accomplishment. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's why I think you look at all pros, and when you see Weddle, you're going, okay, he was a two-time first-team all-pro, three-time second-team all-pro. Like, that's, that's, that's difficult. Legitimate. It's very difficult yes. to be uh, all-pro first-team more think, than one Think time. about Rodgers. Rodgers should win his fourth MVP, and you, if, you, you, if you correlate that to how many times he's been first-team all-pro, I don't know that he's been first-team all-pro more than three times. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Probably in that not. But um, yeah, it's just he, hard. Well, and, and especially uh, when it comes to these guys. I mean, it is a free vacation, though. So right? he's, been, mean, he, he's been a first-team All-Pro, obviously, every time he's been MVP. So he's been a first-team All-Pro three times yeah. and MVP three times. Like, but think about it. Like, we view Rodgers as, like, one of the best of all time. And, and you're like, oh, it's only a three-time All-Pro. You know, like, it's kind of crazy you think about that. Blows me with Rodgers. He's still got less than 100 interceptions in his career. Like, does he away. get to a hundred yeah. interceptions for or a hundred touchdowns first, or a hundred interceptions, or excuse me, five hundred touchdowns or or a hundred oh, interceptions? Touchdowns. What, he's got four forty nine. He's got fifty one to get to a hundred touchdowns yeah. or five hundred touchdowns and, and seven, picks. seven to get to. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, he'll get to five hundred touchdowns before he gets to a hundred picks. That's it's crazy. Nuts. No, it's won't. it's crazy. No, crazy. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 